episode 57 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hey, this is Harriet Turk. You're listening to the Energy Edge podcast. As a professional speaker, I know the importance of keeping your energy up on the road, so I encourage you to continue listening. Welcome to the Energy Edge Podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge Podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to the Energy Edge Podcast, sponsored today by Living Tree Health and Wellness. Now, if you're looking for a trusted voice to get you back on track nutritionally, my co-host is your go-to person. Check out livingtree.co today. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, and today is an absolute first on the podcast of the odd-numbered episodes. I'm flying solo, man. No co-host. So, I challenge you right now not to begin second-guessing moving forward and choosing to hit stop. But I'm hoping you're curious to see how I'm going to do today as a solo artist, and it is go time. Here's a question for you to consider right out of the gate. Would you consider yourself a creature of habits? I'm meaning you function primarily out of your own routine, aka your habits. Well, for me, if I start a habit, I'm all good and will continue the habit for all that it brings with the good and, of course, the bad. And if I'm out of my habit, which I use the term outro, which means out of the routine of, then that becomes, unfortunately, my new habits and not doing something over and over. And we live by our habits far more than we realize. And this is never more true than in a fresh beginning, you know, a do-over. I'm a big advocate of personal development, which is the third action of the energy cycle under refuel, nutrition, fitness, and personal development. And reading is a major daily activity for me, both visual and audio. And during business travel, I often find books in the airport, bookstore, or crash at Barnes & Noble for some evening downtime, giving me a time just to be and not to be on. And I recently picked up a book by an author who had read a couple of his other books, Driven and To Sell is Human. Daniel Pink, in his latest book called When, talks about beginnings, starting right, starting again, and starting together. Now, his premise is many what he calls false starts are more due to when than what, which that absolutely intrigued me. So I picked up the book. And he says, if we do certain activities at the wrong time, no matter if they there are the right activities, they simply will not have as strong as results. He also addressed the need for fresh starts. When we fall starts, we need to begin again fresh. Well, that makes sense. So for example, the first day of the year or a month or a week or what social scientists often call a temporal landmark. And we'll talk more about that term, temporal landmark. So just as we use landmarks to guide us as a visual marker, we leverage these standout days from what Daniel Pink calls the ceaseless and forgettable marches of other days. And their prominence helps us to find our way. <clears throat> Let me say that again. These standout days, what Daniel Pink calls the ceaseless and forgettable march of other days, and their prominence helps us find our way. 
So he gave some research in the book. In 2014, three scholars from Wharton School of the University of Penn published this breakthrough paper in the science of timing that opened up our eyes to kind of understand the use of temporal landmarks and how we can leverage them for new beginnings or what Daniel Pink calls fresh starts. These scholars analyzed eight and a half years of Google searches. Now, they found certain word searches spiked dramatically on key fresh start days and triggered a predictable motivation in people. Daniel Pink also said that he noted there are two types of temporal landmarks. One is social and another one is personal. So a social one are those everyone shares. Mondays, a new month, new quarters, holidays. Personal ones are unique to the individual. Now, your birthday an anniversary, a job change, something that is very, very unique to you. Now, interesting, two things happen whether social or these personal landmarks were used. The first is that they allow people to open up new, what he called mental accounts in the same way a business closes the books at the end of a, of a year or opens up new books at the beginning of a year. It's a break from the past mistakes, uh, any imperfections, and leaves us kind of confident about what could be calls it a key marker, a New Year's Day or a birthday. Number two is they also interpret attention to the everyday, uh, just minutia, causing people to take a bigger picture view of their lives and focus on achieving their goals. And as what the Wharton scholars concluded, people can strategically create turning points in their personal histories. Now, I absolutely love those concepts. Now, the goal is to find what potential days could be your temporal landmarks. And I have taken this term temporal landmarks and use it as what's called a concept of an anchor day. And here's my definition of an anchor day. Key behaviors done on a specific date to serve as a kickstart for a period of time. Now, let me repeat, repeat that again. Key behaviors done on a specific date to serve as a kickstart for a period of time. And the power is in the word anchor. Now, what does an anchor do? Uh, the trusty dictionary defines an anchor as a device who used to prevent the craft from drifting due to wind or other currents or other, other uh, natural things that happen. We're the craft in the analogy, and the drift is anything that takes us away from where we don't want to go. So if you think about an anchor, when it drops and it takes hold, you aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And since we're notorious for drifting, especially if we don't start out strong, we need an anchor day. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to break down key aspects of the anchor day. Now, there are three aspects that uh, need to be used in order for an anchor day to be effective and powerful. The first one is a set date. There must be a clear starting date. This is the when, a specific day. The second aspect, once you've got that set date, is a catalyst behavior. Now, these are the key actions you need to do. This is the what. So once you've got the date, okay, so let's say you choose a Monday. Awesome, great. What are you going to do differently on that Monday that's going to serve as a catalyst for the rest of your week, for example? These are the behaviors that you need to determine. The third aspect, once you have the set date, once you've chosen those catalyst behaviors, these actions, you need specific triggers. Now, a trigger is a reminder or a cue. All of a sudden, a ding on your phone happens. It's a text. All of a sudden, the phone rings. Something that you set as an alarm, that's a trigger. If this, then that. And this is the where. So we'll need the when of the specific date. 
will need. The catalyst behavior, which is the what, and the specific trigger is the where. And all three of these aspects, I mean, they're critical for an effective anchor day that's going to give you sustainable energy and incredible results. Now, ideally, you combine the specific day, catalyst behaviors, specific triggers into a plan to make the most of the anchor day. If you don't, then it's just kind of random. It doesn't mean it can't work, but I think the power is truly in when you set the plan. And anchor days now, here's the tough part. They require two things, intention and discipline. They don't just happen. Did you catch that? Anchor days require intention and discipline. They don't just happen. You must intend to do them. Think about an anchor. You have to intend to throw it out and put it down to set an anchor into the water and intend to pull it back out. They cause you to exert, well, a lot of discipline. But the payoffs are absolutely huge. And that's what we're going to talk about. So few people do them that when you create and implement an anchor day, you're already in a very elite group of high performers who are living with an energy edge. We'll be right back with the remainder of the power of anchor days for your energy after this short break. Hi, this is Terry Crawley, co-author of Sleeping Your Way to the Top. And here is your sleep energy boost for today. In preparation for bedtime, dim lights and screens in the evening hours. Set your alarm an hour before bedtime to serve as a reminder to stop what you're doing and start relaxing and winding down. Avoid stimulating activities in the evening. Begin your bedtime ritual with quiet, relaxing activities that can include drawing a warm bath, writing in a gratitude journal, reading, knitting, doing jigsaw puzzles, coloring, and even yoga. This is your podcast co-host, Trevi Yacino. I would love to have a personal conversation with each and every one of you. Why? Almost everyone I talk to is struggling with common yet incredibly frustrating issues such as losing weight, loss of energy, lots of digestive issues, and many, many more. I help business professionals like yourselves get to the core of why you're feeling so badly and get you back to feeling fantastic. If you head over to my website, livingtree.co, share your information under contact me, and we can set up a time to chat for free. I am passionate about giving you the tools you need to become independently healthy and regain the energetic you. Just ask Brian, my co-host. He was one of my biggest challenges. Now look at him, or should I say listen to him? I can't even keep up. So let's get your living on. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by the end of the same day. And it's only Monday. What we need is a reminder there's another way. A kickstart to get us thinking and get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on the topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movement where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it'll cost you is a few minutes of your time because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. 
Welcome back. Let me review the definition and the key aspects of an anchor day before we get into the weeds with some personal examples. The definition of an anchor day is key behaviors done on a specific date to serve as a kickstart for a period of time. And what we've learned is key behaviors are something we need to determine ahead of time. We choose on a specific date and what do they do? They serve as a kickstart for a period of time. And the aspects, the set date, well, that's the clear starting date. There's no question of when it is. It is the when. The catalyst behavior, though, that's the key actions you need to do. And this is the what. And lastly, specific triggers. This is the reminders of the cues that if I do this, then that's going to happen. It's the where. So let's go back to the book, When, for a moment by Daniel Pink. The author offers potential of 80 plus days in a year when you can make a fresh start or fresh beginnings or an R vernacular here and anchor day. Some of these are very, very obvious. The first day of the month, well, there's 12 of those. Mondays, obviously there's 52 of those. He also shows kind of the first day of, of, a, of a new season. First day of spring, summer, fall, winter. So there's four right there. First day of an important religious holiday. So if you hold anything's dear, uh, maybe it's an Ash, Ash Wednesday or it is Easter or whether it is Christmas. Those can be great, great anchor days for you. Your birthday. And thankfully, there's only one of those per year. A loved one's birthday. There's another one. So it could be a child. It could be a spouse, a girlfriend, a, a good friend. Uh, it could be the first day of school or a semester, depending on your season of life right now. So that could be one or it could be two. First day of a new job could be a huge anchor day. Day after graduation, first day, first day back after vacation, depending on if you take vacations, which I highly recommend, part of rest, you take that vacation, have extended downtime. Could be one, could be two, depending on the number of vacations you have. Anniversaries, so different type of anniversaries that you have could serve as catalysts for anchor days. So those are hopefully some examples to kind of get your brain moving and your mind thinking through of what potentially could be your anchor days that you could use to apply this podcast. So let's get very, very personal. Here are some examples of my ongoing anchor days that I use on a consistent basis, all right? And I have four of those. One is Mondays. A Monday is a huge anchor day for me to set up for the rest of my week. A new month, the first day of that month, it's a big, big anchor day. A new quarter. I use the full focus planner by Michael Hyatt. Well, it's quarterly. And every single quarter that comes by there, boom, it's a brand new planner and open up to think through what are my next quarter goals. A huge, huge anchor day. Now, the fourth one is the first day of a business trip. Huh? Well, for me, that is a big, big one. And let's, let me drill down on that one because it makes the biggest impact for me on a consistent basis. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you've picked up on the hopefully the reality that I'm a road warrior. Uh, my work is business travel a majority of the time. So I live either in a plane or what I call the travel triangle, the plane, the airport, the hotel, and the conference room, or I work from home. So those are my two worlds, but usually the big, big anchor happens when I'm on the road. So I've learned through the years the most important day of business travel for me is the first day of the trip. Why? Well, it's because how the first day goes, the rest of my trip usually goes. Back to the beginning, a creature of habits. If I can establish an anchor of certain behaviors on my first day, catalyst behavior on the first day, which is the set date, that they're going to keep me anchored and grounded for the rest of my trip. I'm throwing on my anchor into the water. And as a result of that, guess what? I'm anchored to hopefully have a better week. Now, on the flip side, 
I've witnessed firsthand business travels with business travelers with shallow or no anchors, and their first day of the business trip is inconsistent and absolutely all over the place. I've had conversation with guys on a plane. I call him Egg McMuffin Guy. Sitting on the plane on a Monday morning, heading out of town for the week or whatever days he's gone, and he's sitting there with, with two Egg McMuffins. He's sitting there with a big old hash brown and a big thing of Diet Coke. Well, you know, he's saving calories right there. He's having a Diet Coke. Looking over at me, you know, coming in with, you know, scrambled eggs and, and vegetables, cut up vegetables and spinach and kale and all of that. And we'll talk more about that. But the point is this guy's getting there going, man, he's starting off his trip that way. Chances are he sat on his dump before that flight, was sitting in a car all day long. As a result, probably had a bad lunch, a bad dinner, probably didn't exercise much. And that's his first day. Imagine where this thing is going. And I've learned by watching these guys so many times as each day of the business trip continues, their energy and as a result, their effectiveness and their productivity dramatically decreases. I've also learned once that train leaves that station, or in my case, the plane leaves the airport, I need my work on these anchor days to have a plan and to execute that plan. Not going to be that guy anymore. Sorry, Amy Muffin guy. Actually, not really. So let's work through the three aspects of an anchor day in my example of a road warrior. The set date, well, that's the first day of my business travel. This is my when. It doesn't matter if it's a Monday. It doesn't matter if it's a Wednesday. It doesn't matter if it's in the morning, the afternoon, evening. That is the set date, my when. The catalyst behaviors, which is number two aspect. These are my predetermined actions that I need to do. This is my what in order for me to be successful on the road. So let me give you some examples of me personally. Number one, I take my breakfast with me. I don't leave it the chance that I'm going to find something at the hotel, I'm sorry, at the airport that's going to be healthy, especially out of my airport, uh, Chicago Midway or Chicago O'Hare. It's hard to find something healthy, at least truly healthy, that's considered a whole food, which is something that is, you can eat from a plant, not that uh, eats a plant, but not manufactured in a plant. Thank you, Megan Blacksmith, for that definition. But I want to be able to take something with me and make sure I have it. So the example I gave earlier, you know, going against mono e mono against uh, Eggman Muffin Man, although I don't know, he's probably three monos with his size, is I'm going to bring my own lunch. My wife's been making this, this casserole right now, which is organic eggs and is sweet potatoes and it is um, sugar-free salsa and she uses a bunch of spinach and kale on it and it is amazing. And to be able to heat that up, put that in some Tupperware, and take that to go along with some cut up vegetables. And I am one happy camper. If I can do that, I am far more likely that I'm going to have a healthier lunch and a healthier dinner. Okay? Think about that. Because my anchor went down. I chose to choose something healthy to start with. I didn't leave it to chance, which required intention. I had to think about it and discipline. I had to make it and bring it with me. And going back to the Eggman Muffin guy, man, there's no intention. There is no discipline at all. He's just showing up and doing what he's got to do. Not smart. Number two is snacks. This is bringing and buying snacks. So for me, I bring enough for the plane and just to get going until I can find a spot somewhere in my day. And I am very, very intentional about this. Then I'm going to find a Whole Foods, a Trader Joe's, or some type of grocery store that's going to give me some healthy, fresh Um, type of snacks. So for me, that's going to be almonds and cashews. Um, It is going to be spring mix, uh, any type of greens that I can have with there. Those are my two main staples, Um, sometimes different types of organic um, uh, bars, but I really try to stay as clean as I can. I don't want to have a label. So the closer you can get to a whole food, the better off you're going to be. Okay. So snacks is another example of that. 
Number three, and this is a biggie for me, is the hotel room. I have found this to be a big one because it's my home away from home on a trip and certain behaviors can really set me up. So being anal like I am, imagine that, I created an acronym for the word home to help me feel settled and organized and prepared when I get to the hotel, okay? Most people, they do is they just walk into the hotel room, throw their bag down, grab the remote, and they sit on the bed and just surf or they fall asleep or just do nothing to prepare them for the rest of the week. To me, not part of an anchor day. So let's go through the word acronym just for a minute, right? And this is just ways that I can use that, that as a, in my head to know exactly what I need to do. So the H is hang up and unpack. So I'll automatically, boom, open up my bag and I uh, hang up any of my clothes that need to be hung up and unpack anything. It doesn't matter if I'm there for one day or three or four days or I fly to Europe and I'm there for 10 to 12 days. I'm going to make sure I unpack everything. And I'm pretty anal about that. I want to feel like this is home though. It even means my toiletry bag and the bathroom, making sure I've got everything laid out. Again, I just, it's, it's really, really anal. Let me just tell you that it's a very serious OCD. But for me, it makes me feel comfortable in my hotel room, my home away from home. So after I hang up on unpack, that's the H, and then I move to the O. I optimize the space. Well, what does that mean? Well, for me, I don't like the clutter of all the magazines and all the advertisements and everything out. I put them in a drawer. It's my room for that period of time. I paid for it. I want it out. I want it to be clean and non-cluttered. I also kind of move things around. So oftentimes, I have the ability of having a desk. I like to work from a stand-up desk. I like to be in front of a window or whatever. I may move the desk around or something to be able to have just a spot that's not cramped that gives me the ability to stand or to be able to have light. I like to read. And so I want to be able to move the reading chair. Maybe it's by a light. Maybe it's by a window as well to be able to get some light. Little things like that. Seems seems. In, uh, just not even worth it, but they really are significant. Insignificant is what I meant to say. But for me, optimizing the space is big. So H, hang up and unpack. O, optimize the space. M is to manage the room temperature and scent. So for me, I walk in those rooms and they're usually blasted hot. I sweat in air conditioning. I don't need any help. So for me, if I can move it down from that 74 and put it in a 67, 68, 69, whatever, makes a big, big difference. I can't tell you how many times when I've forgotten to do this and had to just run at the last minute Drop my stuff off, head to a business dinner the day or whatever, and I came back, and the room is like absolutely blasting, and I can't fall asleep when it's that hot. So managing, excuse me, the room temperature is a huge thing. The other thing is the scent. Certain hotels have certain scents. Sometimes it just it just stinks. I don't know how else to say it. Maybe a little bit musty. Maybe it's just the weather. Maybe it's whatever. Maybe the last stinky guy that was just in. I don't know. But I want to make sure that I control that. So for me, I got this tip from John Ayo. I bring cotton balls. And I put on some essential oils. So whether it's a lemon scent or whether it's eucalyptus or whether it is um, something like uh, lavender for before bed or whatever, I just put a few drips onto that, put it on that uh, cotton ball and I put it in the vent. And obviously the air kicks on because I dropped it down from, you know, 97 degrees in the room down to 67 degrees, for example. And just allow that room to smell good. I don't notice it as much immediately, but I sure do when I come back. So the M is man is the room temperature and, and scent. And the last one is E, exercise. And if you've heard, listened to this podcast, you've heard me say with exercise, do something, anything, it's better than nothing. Do something, anything, but just not nothing. And for me, that may be simple, simple as I've got five minutes or 10 minutes. I may just do a quick ab workout um, on the floor right there. I may choose to just be able to do some push-ups, some burpees, and some leg squats, just using body weight right there for a few minutes, but something because I want my body to get moving, to get used to this is the first day. It's an anchor day. Other times, if I've got 20 minutes or so, I'm going to run down to the gym just to get aware of it and know that time crunch there, get set with what's going on in that fitness center so the next day is served. Today, served as a catalyst day. All right, so that's the HOME acronym, hang up and unpack, 
optimize the space, manage the room temperature and scent, and exercise. So the fourth thing that I do is I connect, check in with home. Now, this can be done early in the morning with videos, audio, text messages. So my family has them before from me before they even wake up. I love doing that, especially on the first day of the trip. Uh, kids love seeing in the airport or whatever's going on, the rental car that I've got or whatever, or just send it to my, my kids, hey, I love you, thinking about you. They've got a visual of the suspect there on the video. But some type of connect. Sometimes, again, it's in the evening time on FaceTime with the kids and just be able to make that connect. And the fifth thing that I make sure that I do on the business travel trip that's part of my anchor day is rest. Early bedtime, if at all possible. I mean, this is so key the first day because most of the time I have an early flight, making sure that I'm home with the rest of my family as late as I could the day before. And sometimes I'm changing time zones. So whether it is Chicago to the West Coast, it's still two hours. It definitely makes a difference. Or if I'm flying one direction or the other across the, the ocean, obviously that makes a big, big difference. So remember, these are huge examples of this. And the third part of it, after you set the date and the catalyst behavior, the third aspect of an anchor day is the specific triggers. The reminders are cues that if this, then I'm going to do that. So let me give you a few examples. A water bottle. I got a 20-ounce water bottle. It looks like it's wood. It's not. It's aluminum, or as the Aussies say, aluminum. And I love taking that with because I have that carrying around. It's always a reminder or cue. I see a water fountain, fill up every chance I can. If this, then that. Um, Tupperware out in the morning. Making sure I get the Tupperware out reminds me, guess what? I've got to pack my breakfast to head to the airport. I got a snack bag that's out the night before to make sure that I fill with snacks or they're previously filled or carrying that along reminds me that I need to fill it when I get into a town to be able to go to a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods or whatever to fill that back up. Uh, I'm an Apple Watch guy, Apple guy. So the Apple alarms. So my triggers on with that is to drink more. So every hour I get cued um, for drinking water, standing, making sure that I'm standing, breathing. So any of those things are just are specific triggers. The reminders are cues for me to do a specific callous behavior. And then the example I gave you in detail was the hotel room using the acronym HOME. What is my cue? It's the hotel key hitting that door, whether I'm sticking it and plugging it in and the door opens, or I just sense it right next to it and boom, that door opens. That's my trigger for me to do what? To do the home acronym, to be able to make sure that my hotel room is a home. You right now need to think through your own world. Hopefully, as I listen to other people's stories and examples, I don't necessarily have to have the exact same thing. I just need something to kind of trigger my mind of what I need to do or what I could do or how do I need to change it. So what are you thinking? What needs to be an anchor day for you? What day, if you leverage this concept, could provide the needed energy and focus that you need that could really, really set you apart? Is it a Monday? Is it a new month, a new quarter? Maybe it's a big project that you're going to be working on. Possibly a business travel trip. Answering this question will give you the ability to leverage the power of an anchor day for your energy. Now, let's start to land this plane here with the what nows. Number one, choose one day that you will make and determine what will be your anchor day. Just start with one. This is the when. When are you going to do this? Which date? Number two, choose that catalytic behaviors. What are you going to do that will serve as a jumpstart, a springboard for the rest of the day? What are those behaviors? Maybe two, three, five, whatever. Find out what they are. And third, Create specific triggers for those behaviors. They need reminders and cues, guys. They've got to give you something that's going to be a trigger for you. Create them. 
so they can be highly effective to implement your careless behaviors. Here's a preview of our next episode. I interviewed Jeff Brown. Now, Jeff is an award-winning top-rated podcaster for the Read to Lead podcast, and the man brings it on this episode. We get into the weeds of how reading can dramatically affect your personal development. And I'm a big fan of Jeff's work and honored to have had interviewed him for this interview. Well, and here's a clip. Yeah, I really have come to the conclusion that I feel that you don't have time not uh, to read. Um, and what I mean by that is there was a time like the 10 years of my twenties where I had come to the conclusion that, Oh, the learning part of life was over. I had graduated college. I was like, well, thank goodness. I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to learn anymore. I don't have to read anymore. I can just do whatever I want to do. Nice. And fast forward to my early thirties and, uh, you know, my career had stalled and not much of anything exciting had happened. And I feel like I look, looking back, I feel like I'd wasted most of the, of that decade. Um, and that's about the time when a mentor came alongside me and said, you need to do this. And here's where I suggest you start. And that was reading books. And here's a book I recommend. And here's another book I recommend. And hey, let's talk about these books as we're reading them together um, and, and, and learn from them. And that just opened my eyes to a whole new world. Anchor days. Do you have them? Would they make a difference in your life if you had them and implemented them? Well, I want to challenge you right now to do the what now is to create an anchor day and experience the power of anchor days for your energy. I want to thank you for making it to this point in the podcast. As always, we'll try and do better next time. You guys know where that's from? It's actually from PTI and Michael Wilbon from ESPN love that line that's where it came from you didn't know that that's why i say it go and get your energy edge on today through anchor days